we're not where we thought we'd be or things aren't going as smoothly. And so this is maybe you can expound on like when we start to experience that, but we're so dead set on getting where we're meant to go, where we believe we're meant to go. How do we work through the discomfort? Like maybe share a little bit more on that, Lindsay. Yeah. And what I can, what I know to be true is it's actually the resistance to feeling the discomfort that causes more discomfort. (laughs) You know, it's like the energy inside of us, the sensation, the emotion, what we're so afraid to feel (laughs) is, is again, like it's when we are, when we allow ourselves to move that energy, that's when everything opens up. Welcome home to Soul Shine Radio. I'm your hostess, Lindsay Martin Ellis, embodied intuitive, spiritual guide, author, and speaker. This is your sacred virtual sanctuary where myself and heart-centered guest experts will be sharing through a multidimensional lens our innate wisdom, practices, transmissions, and activations to support you in navigating the integration of your spiritual journey and human experience. I am here to help you bring the pleasure, presence, and play back into your soul's evolution. To surrender into the great mystery so that you can embody your magic and become a magnet for miracles. And of course, to remind you of the gift in breaking wide open because it's the cracks that allows your light to shine through. It's time to unleash and radiate your unique soul shine because the world craves your radiant light now more than ever. You ready? Let's do this, love. Hello, beautiful community. I feel like I haven't talked to you with you, (laughs) been with you in a couple weeks because I think I told you two episodes ago, I basically recorded two episodes in one week because another one came through before. So it's kind of funny because Last week, I mentioned some dates, for example, of my book launching. There were some dates thrown in there. And I just was, I trusted that it didn't matter, right? Like I recorded it in real time and some of the dates were a little bit off because I essentially took that one and and repurposed it for the following week, which last week's episode was about coming out of your spiritual closet. (laughs) So fitting for this uh, anthology book launch that's happening tomorrow as I'm recording this on December 1st, which is super exciting. Um, today I am pulling an interview with this beautiful soul, Issa Rooney. She had me in one of her online virtual shows. It was a live stream show called The Aligned Entrepreneur and truly, um, per usual, this content it it does not matter if you're an entrepreneur or not <laughs> right the the world of entrepreneurship is quite transformational so this can be applied to anything in your life that you're you know desiring to live in your fullest expre- expression highest potentiality um and what i what i feel intuitively that i want to call this one is the path to pleasure presence and play that has been a thematic that's coming, been coming through a lot as to why I am here on this planet during this time to help support people and to come back to our 
playful nature, right? Come back to the present moment, come back to pleasure, which there's again, so much taboo bullshit talk around pleasure. And it's just about feeling good and connecting, connecting to our emotions and sensations, right? Like not just going through the motions, like when we eat something, can we actually savor the morsels of what we're eating? Can we, right? feel the wind on our skin as we step outside, right? Like that is this path, this sacred path that I feel so connected to. Like I don't want to just rush through life, like not feeling, just trying to get to attain something or get somewhere that, right, will never be fulfilling. Like it's in those moments that totally change our relationship with this human experience and our soul journey in human form. And It's kind of funny because, you know, if you've been following the podcast for a while, you will know (laughs) I just had like a hit come through around something that anyways, I'm 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 like, oh, should I share this now? This is what happens when you're so in flow. All these messages come pouring in and I'm like, should I wait and share that? I got a really sweet love note from a new podcast listener. So maybe I'll share that in a minute (laughs) because it just reminded me of this journey and and how this podcast is impacting people and how it is supporting people even when I have those moments of is anybody listening or do do people even care (laughs) you know but the reality is is I actually love the podcast I love talking with you all I love hearing your feedback I love getting love notes and you know it's I love hearing that it's supportive so what I love about this is I used what was going on in my life as a teachable moment. And I was in the middle of, you know, this summit, this online show that Isa invited me into when I said, yes, of course, it was well in advance of all the breakdown with my computer crashing and being out of commission for, I think, about six weeks. Um, my website totally crashing, the server crashing, my, my assistant quitting. I mean, I just was like, there was so much disruption <laughs> happening and I, I wasn't prepared for it. We never are, right? And what I love now that this book is, is, is launching tomorrow is, oh my gosh, the amount of what, what all of that disruption of my nervous system brought up, brought me to a place that I could actually feel again and really connect with my journey and my story of how I got here. And that is actually like how I became the midwife of this book anthology that I was a part of in that state. Like I couldn't have written it any other way. And I love that when I went and I had said yes to this summit and then I was in such a different place mentally and emotionally when I came on and I just showed up as my authentic self and I shared the journey of of alignment and attunement and and like how all of it is connected and such a pivotal part of our evolution. And I, you know, there's a there's a journey. So I think one of my first couple of episodes that I that I launched was called Embracing the Nonlinear Path. And this was like an elevated version of that because I was actually in the middle of it and in the receiving position of my own medicine. <laughs> so everything that I teach, I have like engulfed my my world into like everything that I teach I practice everything that I teach I like regurgitate and give it back to you in a tangible way (laughs) so I'm not just like sharing things that you know I hear or that I learn or that I receive I'm literally in the trenches with you and 
you know, it's that reminder that why on earth would we want to rush through life just trying to get somewhere and get something that will never fulfill us, that will always have a void in our hearts because like there's no amount of money, there's no relationship, there's no home, there's no car, there's no job that will ever, you know, fully allow us to feel whole. Like it's like the wholeness comes first and then the byproduct is all of the physical manifestations that we desire, which nothing is like, this is where it's like, yes, whatever you want, you get to have it. And who am I to say what you want? <laughs> Just like other people, right? Like other people projecting the life that I want to live with, like that, that I want to live. So it's really funny. I'm so jazzed up today because I was really in it the last couple days. And so of course, every time I launch one of these episodes... It's like I was <laughs> I had a brain fart because I was just checking to make sure my mic was on. Um, I just had PTSD for a moment of going off and on my tangents and then nothing being recorded. But so my husband, so we don't really watch a ton of TV. We haven't had cable. We, of course, have like the streaming devices, but we've really detached from that lately and actually for a while But when I do spend my time, there's so many series and movies that just have such a beautiful message, inspirational message or spiritual connection. And I love finding those. And my husband has been really into documentaries. So the first one that we watched was Down to Earth, which I think I talked about in my episode on self-care, right? Talking about sustainability and the importance of just all of the things for our mental health, for our physical health, blue light, EMFs, food, heavy metals, toxins, (laughs) what's in our water, all it could just keep going. But we watched that. And then recently he kept, we we have Disney Plus, thanks to our our dear friend Mark who gave us privileges. (laughs) Now I'm going to get in trouble with the Disney Plus police. But he let us use his account. And Disney Plus is bad ass by the way like as a as an adult who doesn't have children yet (laughs) um I never thought that I would want Disney plus he gave me his credentials to allow me to watch Hamilton whenever that came out and of course I kept it and there's some oh and then I I busted it out again when I wanted to watch Hocus Pocus 2 back in October and Then I was, you know, then all the Marvel movies are on there, which my husband, of course, loves those. There's so much fun sci-fi stuff. There's awesome documentaries. And so we recently saw Limitless by Chris Hemsworth. And then my hubby was talking about um, there was something that Chris Hemsworth learned about. I don't know. And I might be paraphrasing because I haven't gotten to this part on the episode, but there's something around Chris Hemsworth brain health, like in terms of Alzheimer's or dementia predisposition. And so my husband read this article on this because his father sadly passed, sadly transitioned a couple of years ago with early onset dementia at 59. And so it's a topic that's near and dear to our heart. And, you know, I'm always researching and just understanding the brain and what we can do, right? Like what my husband can do, what we can do to just keep everything rocking and rolling and to have this this life of longevity. So this Chris Hemsworth docu-series is, and if you don't know who he is, um, oh my gosh, why can't I think of it? 
it's going to drive me crazy. Thor. <laughs> I kept wanting to say Troy. He's Thor in the Marvel series. Uh, Liam is his brother, also a famous actor. And he basically puts his himself in these extreme situations to uh, like boost his body's immune system and to like boost the resiliency of his body in order to promote longevity. And we're on, I think, episode three. I'm trying to remember what the first one was on. There was one on fear, uh, you know, fight, flight, or freeze, nervous system response, a lot of the embodiment and somatic work that I do. So I already, you know, pretty much knew about all of this stuff. But there was a lot around meditation, a lot around breathing, the importance of creating these pauses throughout the day to get us back into parasympathetic state. Then the second one was about putting your body in shock, cold plunges, um, and putting yourself in saunas and like what that does to the body. And now I can't remember the other ones. There was, I think we watched three. So what's so cool about this. So the reason why I went on this whole tangent about Limitless is, you know, my husband, I don't pressure him. I used to, (laughs) I will take full responsibility. I used to try to pressure my husband into being like, do this, do this. It's so good for your health. And, you know, seeing my husband whenever he's having like anxious moments and wanting to help him, right. But recognizing that it's his path and I can't force him and, And it's been beautiful to like give him his space to thrive and to see me implementing these practices and have him get curious. But the difference is having him see these like, I guess you call them macho men, (laughs) like, you know, fit men, these men that are successful, that, you know, both Zach and Chris, Zach Efron and Chris Hemsworth, when you watch them in these docuseries, you can just tell they're good guys. Like you just get the vibe. Like, wow, I I could be friends with them. They're just, they're down to earth people. You can feel it. And there's something too, and I'm so grateful that we have the opportunity to, and like, right, it's these people who are using their, these conscious people that are using their voices for good. And I don't know much about their background. And I don't, like I, like I said, I just kind of follow the vibe and, you know, whether you like them or not, right? It's just beautiful to see people who are using their voice for change and and education. And literally, both Zach Efron and Chris Hemsworth are simply coming from this place of, I just want to learn. I just want to, I just want to learn. You know, like Zach on the second season, he goes, I just want to learn from these indigenous cultures. Like, I just want to have a, a clearer understanding of why I'm here and and how I can help right? And how I can be the voice for some of these people and these cultures that that don't have access to this technology, right? To be able to spread and share the message and share the importance of these indigenous cultures and this ancient wisdom. And that's what I feel so connected to. It's like, yes, we live in this modern world, but there is so much ancient wisdom that we get to kind of circle back to in conjunction with all of our advancements as a civilization, And I love same thing with Chris. He's like, I'm doing this because I want to understand how I can live a longer life and and be a grandfather and and live as long as possible and, and have optimum health. And he's just leaning in and taking risks and putting himself out there in these situations and being so vulnerable. And the reason why I brought this up after I've been talking about this for what feels like 10 minutes is my husband 
he started looking up cold plunges and I've been wanting one for years. So I do the whole, like, I love all that stuff. I love cryo. I take cold shower. Like I'm into all of that. And my husband's like, oh my gosh, this cold plunge is $5,000, right? And, and so what I'm getting at is like, this is why I want a resourced life because what is important to me is what I'm putting in my body. And I want to be able to have a room in my house someday where it's like my studio where I have my stripper pole <laughs> to do my pole fitness and my embodiment work and to be able to like roll around on the floor and wear heels and to have my yoga mat and to do my practices and to do my prayer and to do my meditation where I can have big mirrors and I can dance and I can move and I can have a sauna and a cold plunge like and make my own little studio. And I want to be able to be like, oh, yeah, I just dropped 15 grand on like a sauna and a cold plunge that meets all of my, you know, requirements and credentials <laughs> in terms of, you know, keep body, body, body pristine-ness, if that's a word. And, you know, like that's important to me. I want to be able to take care of myself so that I can serve. I want to be able to live a long life so I can be there for my family and my loved ones and future kids and grandkids, you know? And so it's like, that is that path. That's that piece of most people don't understand my path and why I'm so committed to this. And it's like, yeah, because I know I'm only living the tiniest sliver of my potential, but I'm committed to continuing to come back to like, I know there's more. I know that there's more available. Like, I know there's enough for everyone. And can I continue to do the work and explore and be in all of it and take the risks so that I can live this life of, you know, inspiring other people to do the same and also having resources? Like, I don't want to, you know, right now it's like, you know, I wish I could just be like, okay. I'm going to drop 15 grand on the credit card and have this sauna and cold plunge come in. I have nowhere to put it at the moment, right? And to just do it and not second guess it and not let the logical mind get in the way just because I'm like, yeah, I want this because I know the benefits. I'm excited to, to leverage this technology and to allow my body to heal and enhance my immune system and the resiliency and like all of the cellular turn turnover and all of the things. Right. And so I know like my husband and I are, we are on the path of that. We're both leaving corporate and that's not everybody's path, but it's like, we keep saying yes to our heart's desires and our soul calling. And so I know that it's coming and I, you know, and I'm, I'm not like, I'm not, um, like I'm super proud of us and I'm celebrating our successes and everything that we've created for ourselves, but heck no, am I done? But I'm not like reaching for that thing because like I'm not waiting to feel fulfilled. I'm not waiting to be happy, right? Until I have that certain level of income or success so I can buy buy the the cold plunge in the sauna, right? That's the difference is it's like, Again, all of that external resources are a byproduct of the stability that I feel inside. So that's what I keep coming home to is like the more that I'm in. So circling back to the path of pleasure, presence and play, it's like the more 
that I can be in the moment, the more that I can take care of my body, the more that I can like create pauses because in the pauses is where the transformation lives, right? The more stillness I can have and stillness doesn't necessarily mean being still, but it's like the more that I can disrupt the autopilot of a, of a work day, for example, the better. And today was such a magical day for me. I, everything from the moment that I could just feel it. Some days I wake up and it's like, oh boy, this one's going to be a challenging one, but I embrace it. And I let myself feel, I cry. Okay. Was it last night that I cried to my husband? It might've been last night that I cried to my husband on the couch of just like, just this like guttural, primal, vulnerable, just, you know, getting it out. And he's so used to it by now. Like he doesn't need to say anything. He doesn't need, like, there's no trying to fix. It's just sometimes I need that support of just like, you know, holding me. And, and it's like, that's what I needed to just move that energy for me to be like, oh yeah, I got this. And then we watched Limitless last night and I'm like, yes, that reminder, this is why I want to take care of this body temple. Like this is why. And today just was so magical. And I went to Orange Theory for the first time. I went to the 10 a.m. class. I worked a little bit this morning. I made my husband's lunch. I was kind of in like wife mode. I had a, I just was in flow. I had a little dance party. I had some coaching calls. I hired, or I, I brought on a new private client this week. So I was like in flow. My book's coming out tomorrow. I just was in flow while I was working. And then I went out and I'm like, you know what? I want to go out and go into the backyard and do some gardening. And I did that. And then I was like, oh yeah, I didn't shower yet. And then I like had a dance party in the shower. And then I got on some more calls. And like the whole day, I was like, I was just in the magic. So I was working and I was in the magic. I was moving my body and working out and sweating. And I was in the magic. And it's not always like that, but it's it's that reminder that like, yes, the pleasure, presence, and play. And of course, we have the emotions and the sensations that come up. And when we suppress those, we suppress the magic. And I'm still in the deconditioning right now of the, like, you know, yesterday when my husband came home, I was on the couch. I was watching this movie, which by the way, speaking of spiritual movies, I was watching, it was called The Wonder. And it was about the eight, is something in the 1800s. And I won't get into all of it, but there was some like, religious persecution type stuff around women. And I'm super into understanding that lately just because of what we carry in our DNA and through epigenetics and everything like that. And I was on the couch in a ball with the blanket on at 5.30 p.m. My husband comes home and he's like, I'm like, hey, babe, I'm, ha- I'm having a moment. <laughs> he was like, I see that. And that's when I just cried to him after I was in the middle of watching that movie and I was just feeling like burned out. I was feeling, I was just feeling it. I was feeling tension inside. I was feeling like, oh yeah, there I go again. And so it's that reminder that the conditioning is so real. And I have those moments where I I can feel myself going back into the old patterns of like just doing and tasks and to-do lists and, and then like feeling, right? Like yesterday, I truly... There were so many things that I did 
that I didn't need to do when my body was just asking for space and pause and to feel. And if I probably would have just given that to myself when I started to feel it, um, you know, it might have been a different day. Who knows? And then I had a powerful, oh my gosh, yesterday in my group program was the most powerful transformations. Like I got so many private messages. It was like, I'm not kidding you. We were creating worlds, let me just say, in that program yesterday. And shout out to all of these badass women who, these are women who have stuck with me through the entire year in this group container. And it's insane to see their transformation. And I'm so honored to be a part of that and honored that they said yes. And honestly, that filled me up so much. Like, I can still be in my shit and in my process and be transparent about that with my with my clients, but still hold space, right? It's like I still gave myself the space before and after the program call to like ground in to be a space holder, right? To like feel. And so in the morning, I was feeling all these feels and I was like resisting it. And then finally, I'm like, oh my gosh, I teach today. I got to get it together. And I, I just let myself just, I don't even remember. It's kind of a daze yesterday. I just was like, I remember being in the shower. I remember making lots of noise and just being like, ugh, so much noise, like guttural noises. And I remember at one point in the shower before I taught class yesterday, my dog peeks her head like I had the bathroom door open and I see her and she peeks her head just looking at me like, are you okay, mom? (laughs) And I always, I'm like, I'm good. So right, just moving the energy And then I had class and there was such a release. I felt so good after class because I can feel these women deepening and I can feel that like just the pride in me creating this program through pure literal soul calling and pure intuitive guidance and letting it unfurl the way that it was supposed to. And um there was this feeling of like pride and celebration and also like a lot got released yesterday in terms of like the imposter syndrome in terms of me not feeling ready in terms of me questioning right just like I talked about with the podcast like who care do people even care are people even transforming and then to see and witness these transformations in these women all of them all of them. I have a woman with stage four liver cancer in my program. I have a woman who has fully recovered from a car accident with neurological damage and is creating art again for the first time and launching her own business. And I mean, so many other women like launching businesses, entering new relationships, leaving relationships, divorce, phys- um sexual trauma, physical trauma. I've had several car accident, um, you know, seven women, several women that had had car accidents that have come to me and like feeling their aliveness and oh my gosh, and seeing it and feeling it and witnessing it. And then like when they're in that space, wanting to create something new. And this is why coming back to the entrepreneurship thing, it's like the reason why so many people leave corporate is because a lot of times, it's not fulfilling your soul. Oftentimes, you know, sometimes it can, right? So it's not saying everybody leave corporate, but it's like the institution of corporate is oppressive, keeps us small, 
generally sucks the life force out of us. And so it's no accident that it's like all these women are like, I want to do that. Like, I want to help women. I want to teach in this way because of their own transformation and their own experience. So, you know, I think what I really want to come back to is there's still a part that's not fully integrated within me yet that feels like that forgets. Oh, yeah. I'm an emotional dynamic being and some days I wake up and I'm like, holy shit, I am in it. And then the next day, like that, yesterday, I was crying to my husband and literally like moving energy before I taught class because I was like, I cannot hold space if I'm in this, you know, if I'm if I'm like in it right now. And the permission of that of like, yeah, to my clients, like I am not perfect, you know, And that's what I want people to see is this is not about perfection. It's about realness. And and as long as we're honoring ourselves and giving ourselves the space to feel, then we can show up. And that is what this episode is like the rupture to rapture, the just total melting, melt down to melting into something higher. Ooh, I've never said it like that before. And like the disruption to just the pure, blown, ecstatic experiences like today, huh? I remembered. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm magical AF. (laughs) The world is beautiful. There's so much available to me. There's so much I get to be grateful for. I love my life. I love what I do. I love my relationship with my partner and how we really harmonize and support each other, especially in our blind spots, especially where we certainly, um, you know, could use some support. Like we totally balance each other out. Just feeling so connected to life, to why I'm here, you know? And then who knows, tomorrow I may be a puddle of mess on the floor again, but it's like, oh yeah, I've been here before. And there will come a time where I'll fully just be in the full embracing of like, oh yeah, just because I woke up today feeling like this doesn't mean that it's forever and there's a reason and can I just be with myself in this instead of rushing into my to-do list or all the things that I have scheduled and just, you know, trying to avoid whatever it is. That's literally what I teach and that's why it's such that reminder that, I literally experience it, integrate it, and then I give it back to you all. <laughs> um, and I, I feel like, oh, I posted this in my group the other day that I, I woke up, I think it was Saturday morning, and we stayed up late because I'm a, I'm a gator, and my husband's a Seminole, and we had our rivalry game on Friday night, and it ended at almost 12 a.m., which is, we don't stay up that late anymore. So after traveling to go visit my sister for Thanksgiving last week, and then having that late game on Saturday, I slept in, and I'll never forget my husband. I was, I don't, I don't even notice it half the time now, but I was making noises, just like stretching, because now I just let the sounds come out because there's a reason. It's like helping me move the energy. And it's literally toning the vagus nerve, bringing us back into coherence when we're in fight, flight, or freeze. And my husband was like, Luna, is that you? And that's my dog. And I started laughing. He thought that it was my dog. (laughs) 
making these noises. Because if you notice a child, if you notice an animal, if you notice a dog, like my dog makes sounds all the time, especially when she's relaxing, just her groans. And, you know, it's like, can we normalize just making sound and just not caring what people think? And so that's where that level of confidence comes in because people don't understand the work that I do, but you know, it's like I'm choosing happy. I'm choosing presence. I'm choosing pleasure. I'm choosing play. I'm choosing the magic and the miracle of what it means to live this life in this body. And so for those who don't understand it, of course, they're going to be like, oh, wow, okay, she's a whack job or that makes no sense. And so it's like normalizing, okay, well, I'm over here feeling and experiencing and soaking up every drop of life. And so, you know, that's my, that's my, that's now my, that's why I don't have boundaries anymore. <laughs> like my aura is my boundary. My authenticity is my boundary. So I don't use the word boundary because usually that's like, mm, I don't want you here because Right. The boundary is generally before the like opening and expansion because and again, this is my own interpretation. A lot of people don't agree with me, but this is because boundary to me feels contracting and a boundary is like is generally like, oh, I need you to do this or like I'm going to protect myself because you're in my space. Right. So it's it's more of the discernment piece of like, oh, yeah, my auric field is my discernment and it's okay that you don't understand my life. It's okay that you don't understand what I do for a living. It's okay if you don't understand my self-expression, right? Because, But yet, like, that is because of the forward, and I don't like the word forward thinking, but that's what's coming to mind, right? It's like the forward, how can we, the forward knowing, <laughs> you know? Like, it's different. People question what they don't understand people demonize what they don't understand and anytime there's like a new thing people are like oh yeah that's weird until everybody buys it until everybody's into it until everybody gets it until everybody experiences it and then it becomes the new normal and so that is what I feel like I want to wrap up with is is that that going first I was talking about this on a on a connection call today with some of my sisters that I haven't caught up with in a while. And they're like, what do you mean by going first? And it's like being the edge walker, leading with the heart, like doing things that the norm doesn't necessarily understand yet or agree with yet. So I think I'll just leave it there because my honey just came home and he's probably going to be like, why are you in the closet? Because he forgets. <laughs> This is where this is my podcast studio. The, my closet is my podcast studio. Ah, yeah, pleasure, presence, play. We're all just walking each other home, as Ram Dass says. And you know, just keep leaning in. Can you just keep leaning in to like what is what does it feel like for me? without worrying about what it looks like to other people, because this is your life. This is your path. And do you really want to be at the end of your life and regretting that you lived your life for other people or in the safety of what society wanted you to be? Like that is what, I mean, it just, 
I can feel my heart <laughs> just breaking in two when I think about that. Like, no. And this is, right? So this is where it's like when we're appeasing society or our elders or parents, right? It's like, no, I'm here for the future generations. Like, right? I'm here for the future. This is evolution. So what used to work doesn't always work anymore. Of course, there's things that will, but like I was talking about with the ancient wisdom, right? And so this is about trying things on. And that is what I hope that you get from this episode is what does pleasure, pleasure, presence, and play look like for you? And stillness and the pause. I almost want to add the pause. Pause. The pause creates the presence, right? Which it brings you into the play, which allows you to experience the pleasure, like the feeling, all of it. I might need to write that down because that's it. That's what I do. And my level of fulfillment. And of course, yes, I have my moments, but for the most part, I'm just so excited to be alive right now. And that's my wish for the world. So enjoy this beautiful conversation with Isa, which by the way, I didn't even talk about her. She's amazing. Ugh. Okay. So I need to talk about Isa for a second. So she had me on her summit. There wasn't too much that I'm definitely going to bring her on to interview her. She's had me teach in her private container before. She had me on her summit. We have very different experiences, but we teach the same thing. And she came from a very um, like religious kind of upbringing. Actually, I believe her parents were spiritual, not religious, but as a child, she kind of got into religion and now she's coming back. But she's always had this direct connection with God. And so mine's a very different experience where I grew up religious, didn't feel connected to it, then truly started to connect directly with God. And now I'm like coming back to, I don't want to say religion, but it's like the places that I used to disown, right? There was parts of me that were wounded that were like, yeah, I don't align with certain with religious institutions. So I would like disown that part of myself and I would be like, oh yeah, right. That's the boundary. Like, oh no, I'm not religious. So I'm not even going to go there. But now it's like, oh, I get it. I had wounding there. And so it's like, where am I saying that I'm not that? Like, where can I take elements of like any sort of spiritual dogma? So it's like, I don't subscribe to the dogma, but it's like, I'm not going to say that I'm not going to explore because there may be elements that'll, that like resonate with me and that align with me. And I don't want to shut anything down. I want to be open to possibility. And so her and I are just... It's so amazing because we both had, right? It's like moving from all of these lived experiences and and coming back to opening up more to the direct path to God and how we're helping women in that process. And it's such a beautiful container. And I will say, I triggered the shit out of some of her clients because some of them are um, very religious. And so, you know, I think one of one of the premises of, my my workshop that I did in her container was talking about how, you know, like we don't need to be saved. We are already whole and perfect and right. And that could be triggering for some people because some people feel that they do need to be saved. Right. And so this is like, like what I believe is the God that I know doesn't need to save me. 
right? The God that I know knows that I am perfect, whole, and complete in this moment, and there's nothing to fix. And, you know, I feel like when we when we keep, it kind of comes back to that thing around when we're constantly like, oh yeah, I need to be saved, right? It's that I need to do this in order to be a good person, in order to go to heaven, in order to be liked, in order to be accepted. That's the level of like conditioning that I want to break because that's just one institution that leaves us in seeking, right? Always seeking for the, for like, seeking in order to feel complete. Like I seek all the time because I love it. I am complete. And they're like, it's like, I'm complete. And therefore I seek because I want more. You feel the difference. And this is why I love Isa because she knew that I was going to challenge some of her sisters in her community. We're like in my community. Um, it's a little bit of everything. It's a little bit of everything. Um, I have some some Christians in my program. I have some with severe traumatic religious upbringings. I've had some that are on a direct spiritual path. Um, I've had some like new agers, right? And so like to me, it's just, I don't care. I don't care what you believe in. I just want you to believe in something and I want it to be yours. I don't want it to be what somebody else told you to believe. And that's why I love Isa because we both go there and we're just raw and real and we like to push the edges of what do you believe and why? And I love because truly I may not have even resonated with her work and her teachings and her because of my own religious wounding before. Like I had to really do some work over the last year, which if you check out my episode on how I healed my relationship with Jesus, the church, Father God, right? It's like, that is the level of healing that needed to happen in order for me to be in this place of expansion and relationship, for example, with this beautiful soul, Isa. right? So, and it's like, where do we, I said I was going to stop, but this is so important, right? Because where do we say that's not mine? Like, Think about all of the wounds and the triggers and the trauma response that we have and like the people that we push away by default because we say like, oh, yeah, that's not my thing. That's bad. I don't agree with that. And so I'm like, yeah, I want to be in relationship with those that are different than me, (laughs) that stretch me, that like allow me to be a skeptic, that allow me to question, that allow me to think like, oh, wow, Where was I saying I wasn't that? Where was I pretending not to be that? Where was I questioning? Where was I not questioning? (laughs) Where was I like, oh yeah, that's not my thing or I don't believe that. So like my, that's where it's like, ah, what I believe changes all the time. And that's why it's like, I don't care. It's like, I don't care that you believe in what I believe in and I don't care that you agree with me. I don't want you to agree with me personally. I What I want is for you to question and be like, hmm, what Lindsay just said triggered the shit out of me or wow, what Lindsay said really landed and resonated. Ooh, I didn't think about this before. Ooh, where else do I like stuff down my emotions or stuff down a, a specific grouping of people, right? We've got a lot of polarity going on in the world, right? It's like, are you a Republican and saying like, I'm not going to be friends with any Democrats or vice versa? Like, that's crazy. We get to, we get to have conflict. We get to have conversation and be like, and to open 
our consciousness and to awaken to new perspectives. And that is why I love this beautiful relationship with Isa because she's been a huge part of my healing and being in her container and me feeling the confidence of my direct connection with who God is for me, you know, and being able to say, right, like the the Jesus I know doesn't need me to call him his save, my savior, right? And and that's okay if you do, if that works for you, but I don't need, you know, it's like, how do I articulate this, right? It's that level of if that, if Jesus as your savior works for you, beautiful, but it doesn't work for me. And can you still hold me in the love that I am? And can I still hold you in the love that you are and know that, right? Like that's the individualization that's so important. And that's why it's like the feeling, the being in the muck and and being in all of that stuff so that we can be in the, the, the path of pleasure, presence, and play so that we can all be in the same room and be like, oh yeah, that lands, that doesn't land, that resonates, that doesn't resonate. Great. Continue on your path. Continue on your path. Ooh, let's meet in the middle on this path here. That feels good. Mm, oh, wow. There's a new perspective that I hadn't thought about. Oh, wow. Like, wow, I would have not even been friends with this, this individual a year ago. Hmm, who else am I shutting out of my life? What other love am I shutting out of my life? What other relationship am I shutting out of my life? And so that's what this does. The path of pleasure, presence, play. And it's to me, it's about receptivity. Like where are we blocking what we deserve and what we desire and what is in our heart of hearts because we pretend that it's not for us or we're too afraid to feel it in order to even expose it. Oh my gosh, I feel like I could go for days, but <laughs> my husband, I think is probably like, oh yeah, she's doing her podcast. So I hope you enjoy the episode. I love getting your feedback. Oh, I wanted to share... I'll share it next week, but I got the sweetest message from Tara. If you're listening to this, Tara, thank you for your email. Oh my gosh. We just became best friends. The sweetest love note that she sent me. Um, I just love hearing from you. It truly warms my heart. So please, please, please continue to email me. Send me direct messages on social media platforms please continue to subscribe, rate and review on Apple, sharing the love. If an episode resonates or lands, sharing it with somebody else, right? This is how we spread the love. This is how we spread the message. And I just want to thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Until next time, much love. I am going to introduce our next beautiful speaker. So, Lindsay and I were talking earlier. Lindsay Martin Ellis is our next speaker. And it seems this is a theme, the pivot. And I'm not sure what is on her heart this morning, but we were chatting through like all of these tech issues and so many different things that have seemingly in our own planning gone wrong, but actually everything always is working for us, right? Um, The truth is we're all going to be okay. And this is like, so true for anybody who's an entrepreneur who is going after it and you're going to run into conflicts, right? You're committed running into conflicts and (laughs) this is the beauty of it, right? 
we it, it's required that we actually exercise trust, that we actually trust when those conflicts arise, that we're committed and we stick with it no matter what. And so I love how Stephanie was sharing on that, like how to plan that commitment in. And I'm so excited to hear from Lindsay. So beautiful Lindsay, she's an embodied intuitive somatic healer, spiritual teacher, a speaker, and a human design soul guide. She devotes her life currently, her life's work is empowering women to transform from the inside out. And so I want to turn the time over to you. Lindsay, how are you? How is everything going? We can't wait to hear from you today. Hello. Well, first and foremost, can you hear me? Okay, everyone. Yes. <laughs> first tech win of the day. Okay. So let me just tell you, if you don't know Isa, she is the real deal. <laughs> so when she asked me to be here, it was a full body. Yes. And we have completely different experiences and kind of different filters and lenses, but ultimately it's a very similar approach to life, right? Which is like truly coming back to self, like the divinity, like whatever that, whatever that connection is, right? That, that higher connection to self is, that is much bigger than just, you know, us in our human form is really reconnecting that and moving from that space. And that is what I, why I believe we're all here, right? Alignment, which is really authenticity, right? Which is really like taking off the masks of, you know, who we thought we were, like who we kind of were molded into to really come back to our wholeness, to come back to our authentic selves. So I'm sitting here with no agenda today. Uh, I threw everything out the window because I'm on my husband's computer at the moment. <laughs> um, there's a lot of breakdown happening in my tech and my business. And this is what I was relating, or this is what I was relating to Isa. Um, and why I want to share this is because the old me would be in such disarray and my nervous system would be so shot and I would be so nervous because my typical way of doing things are totally like the rug has been pulled out from underneath me. And I want to presence the realness of, of what it takes, right. To be in alignment of what it takes to, to follow our hearts, because it's not about perfection and it's not about having all of the answers. And it's not about like, once you make it to whatever place is you're, you're, you're desiring to go on the journey that all of a sudden everything goes away. Right. It's like what we do with what's handed to us. Right. It's like what we do with the information. It's what we do with the things that are happening in our external environment, right. With relationship or tech right, or our business or things are working, things that used to work, aren't working anymore. It's almost laughable. And then I'll get into my story and all of the things. So within a two-week period, my assistant that I've had for several years is transitioning out. She's got some personal things going on in her life and is, you know, right, taking opportunities to, right, find her alignment, right? So what happens is I can still feel 
right? The like the grief and the loss and the like, oh my gosh, this was working and I'm so sad. And I can be so excited for what's happening on her journey. This is what happens when we start to be able to focus out. So I had another team member who's has a family member in the hospital and she's now caregiving. My computer completely, completely stopped working a couple of days ago. Um, I feel like there were so many other things. Oh, my website. I just redid my website and switched servers and all of my recent edits got lost that I spent six weeks working on over the last couple of weeks. Literally like everything's in breakdown. And when, when Issa asked me to do this, everything was working. I was like, yeah, I'm on fire. Mind you, I launched a podcast a couple of weeks ago. I'm in the middle of writing a book that's being published December 1st. I hired all of these new people. And within literally a couple of weeks, I'm now doing double the work. (laughs) Things are completely up in the air. And I'm not afraid because clearly I wasn't listening to the signs enough or I'm at a stage on my journey that there is some deeper lessons here, some deeper exploration here as to there's something better right? There's somebody that I get to bring into my life in terms of team, right? There's something that I'm not seeing because I'm, I was, my focus was so narrow and I really, you know, regardless of where you're at on your journey, this is literally how it works. (laughs) You get these gentle, like, Hey, Hey, come over here. Hey, come back in course. Correct. Hey, Hey, hey. And when you don't listen or when you're like, yeah, 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 I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Right. When you're so focused on like, nope, this is it. This is it. This is it. It gets a little bit louder. And what a gift, like what a gift. And what my recent podcast episode was about was about embracing the nonlinear path. And that's actually what I want to talk about today, because the path of evolution, the path of business the path of what it means to be a human is nonlinear. And yet we, we are so conditioned to believe that it's like, just do this thing and you've got it and, and that's it. And then you never have to do anything else again. And it's about our relationship with the journey. It's never about the thing. If you want to put in the chat, like, why are you here? Are you wanting to launch a business, right? Are you feeling isolated and disconnected and seeking community? Are you wanting clarity? Are you wanting to, you know, make a six-figure income, right? We always hear the things like, when we hear the clickbait, right? But the reality is, is it's never about the thing. It's about the feeling that we think we're going to feel when we attain the thing. Not recognizing that that feeling is actually available available to us in this moment. And it's who we become in the process of the journey, right? And what we do with the information that allows us more availability and capacity to be able to hold that I'm on a new computer. I have a Mac. This is like, I literally am like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I have no idea what I'm going to say today. And the trust is so deep. The faith, me authentically sharing my experience of like, okay, I can do this. 
I don't need to be perfect. I don't need to have all the answers. And what's amazing is I know that what I give to you is going to be so much more connected than anything scripted or anything that I would have planned for because this is truly coming from the heart. And what's a beautiful thing, and I'll take you through a fun little practice shortly, is, you know, in the journey, like when we can actually be in relationship with the journey, it opens us up to so much more fluidity, to so much more room for flow, for so much more that we wouldn't have been able to see if we were trying to get there as quickly as possible without feeling anything, right? Rushing, 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 strong arming, using will. When we do that, there's so many things that we actually miss along the journey. And I truly believe that if all humans regardless of if it has to do with entrepreneurship, really this can be applied to anything in life, right? When we're always striving for the thing and wanting the thing, the thing outside of us that we think is going to make us whole or feel better, right? Or fill a void, we're never going to feel satisfied. We're never going to feel alive, right? We're never going to truly be happy and fulfilled because we're always chasing the thing. And so the the invitation, which I'll take you on a fun little journey that is a more visceral understanding, right? Of, of a practicality of like, yeah, okay. It is about the journey. Like what happens along the way and who we become in the process. So let's see, I am here to show up for the one who I am meant to support in their life journey, hands and feet on the ground to support. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Well, I didn't really share much about my, my journey environmental engineer. I've been an entrepreneur for, gosh, almost six years now, had some health signs that were really coming up. And this is where I I recognize I had very, very chronic, serious, debilitating health issues for most of my 20s. And it wasn't until 30. So for over a decade, it wasn't until 30 that I was like, I finally started listening to the signs, right? And I made a change. And what I did was, is I started to listen to who am I? What do I even want? What is my body even craving? Like what, 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 what will nourish me? And I essentially started over. I completely dismantled everything I knew about myself, what I ate, what I was consuming, how I was showing up, how I was working, how I was moving my body. I completely just like dissolved everything I knew about my identity. I was on medication. I was told at the time that I wouldn't be able to conceive a child where it was a lot of hormone, a lot of adrenals, a lot of things were happening. And it was just this inner knowing like, huh, I know that this isn't true. And I know how to reclaim my autonomy over myself, over my body, over my life. And that's exactly what I did within six months, completely healed all of my symptoms. I've been medication free ever since. and. It started with a health journey that then turned into a, wow, I'm not fulfilled in my career that then turned into a lot of emotional healing that then turned into a whole connection with my spirituality that was completely disconnected. I was so disconnected from my body. I was so disconnected from feeling and I can feel the emotions now because it was such a time in my life that I was really struggling and these tears, right? Like, this is what I live for because it shows me that I'm alive, right? It reminds me 
that I get to celebrate the journey. And I would not take any of that time. I would not change a thing. I would not take any of it back because it needed to happen in order for me to be here. It needed to happen that way in order for me to recognize like, this isn't me. This isn't what I came here to do. This isn't who I came here to be. And I simply kept saying yes. And so this isn't about like no broken bones and no broken hearts, right? Like there's hurt in the world, but this is about what, again, what we do with the hurt. Can we feel it? Can we meet it? Can we touch it? Can we recognize, can we lean in so that we can remove the heart, the armor around our hearts, right? So that we can begin to feel again so that we know what is in alignment and what is not. That's simply it. And my ability to deeply feel is so, it's just beaming, right? And and what we're doing as a society now, right, is we're so numb. We don't, we're, we're so afraid to feel the thing that we go to the social media, right? That we, that we look outside of ourselves for the answer. It's no right or wrong. We all have our vice, right? Where do we go when we feel the discomfort? But this is about being in it because there's messages here. There's medicine here in what's coming up. Because when that happens, it's showing us the places within that we are not free. It's showing us the places that get to come up for our healing. So clearly, I thought that everything was going great in my business and I was on path and I called in all of this amazing team and everything was in alignment and I was in launch mode and I was going. And clearly, that wasn't the case. Clearly, there was still control, right? There was still perfectionism. There was still attachment. And so the intention of this is... Can we be committed to our desires, but be so unattached to how it looks, right? So unattached to the steps that it takes. And what I assure you of is nobody knows more than you do what your North Star is, what your why is who you came here to be, how you came to serve. But for, you know, those of us like Isa and Stephanie and myself and all of the other experts that are coming in, we're here to show you the door that's already there. Like, this is about you being like, oh, I feel this, right? But nobody cares more about your dreams than you do. Nobody knows more what's in your heart than you do. Nobody can feel that but you. And so... We just have a few more minutes. See, and I'm so out of out of my uh, like normal flow. Normally, I would like ground us in, but this is where it's like I'm trusting, right? Trusting in the process. So everything I do is around coming back to the body because I believe our body is this sacred vessel that holds everything, all of this information, and we're so offline that I've noticed that when we can simply start to tap into our body and our feeling state and our emotions, it allows us to connect to, to presence, right? And it allows us, the it, it shows us the information, it shows us what's coming next. So we can all just close our eyes for a moment. If it's possible to have your feet planted firmly on the floor, I believe I see it. I, hopefully I'm saying your name right, Brie, but just like, I just, 
visualize if you're on screen right now, just visualize you're sitting right next to Brie in this beautiful, I don't know, it looks like some tropical paradise, trees all around you. Wherever that safe space is for you out in nature, just feel your feet connected to the earth. You can either have your palms up in the receiving position, resting on your thighs, or you can have them anywhere on your body. Just asking yourself, do I need to give myself a little hug? Do I want to have one hand on my heart, one hand on my belly, taking a deep breath in through the nose? Filling up your body with all of this new life force, prana, breath. It doesn't matter what you call it. It's energy. It's new energy, new life. Holding that at the top for a moment and then just exhaling out with sound, getting all of that stale, stagnant energy out of the body. (sighs) Doing that again, all the way in through the nostrils, from the bottoms of your feet to the crown of your head. Setting that intention of just filling up your entire being with newness, with aliveness, with life force, with vitality, and exhaling out all of the parts and pieces and fragments of other people and other experiences that get to go back to their rightful place. Lastly, calling all of those parts back to yourself, filling up your entire being through the nose. Again, letting it all out, coming back to presence, simply noticing a difference, the subtle difference from how you felt before we started this practice to how you feel now. Do you feel more centered? How does your heart feel? Do you feel the blood pumping through your veins? Do you feel the miracle that you are? Do you feel clearer? Maybe you feel the same today and that's okay too. Can we be without judgment? Is it bringing up emotion? Is it simply just an observance? And now I want you to imagine that you're with Brie, right? You're in her backyard or wherever this magical place is. And all of a sudden there is this convertible that is inviting you to get in. So pick the color. It doesn't matter. Right? You get out on the road. Where are you? Maybe you're in the Pacific Northwest. Maybe you see, you know, the beautiful redwoods to one side and this beautiful coastline to the other. Maybe you're in the Amalfi Coast. Maybe you're just in your neighborhood driving around where you feel safe, where you feel present. And you notice this fork in the road and you go to the quote unquote right side and At this moment, I want you to just bring into your awareness an intention, right? An intention, a desire, something that you're launching, some rocket of desire that you're launching that you want to bring into your life, perhaps as it relates to entrepreneurship. And the right side is that I'm going to get there as quickly as possible, (laughs) right? So you're speeding. Maybe now your nervous system is like all out of whack. Maybe you're nervous about cops, you know, doing radar. Maybe you're just feeling like, oh my gosh, I got to get there. I got to get there. You're not present. Maybe you can't even see the scenery that's around you. You can't even see the signs. Everything is just blurry. 
You're trying to get there as quickly as possible, quickly as possible, quickly as possible. And then you get to the exit, which is the thing. You're like, what did I even just do? Where am I? What did I see? What did I miss? And you're feeling empty. Just noticing what you feel, noticing what comes up. And then going back to that fork in the road, doing that reset and going to the left, which is the path of pleasure, which is the path of presence, which is the path of trust and faith. And maybe you're able to feel the wind, you know, blowing through your hair with this convertible. You feel the sun kissing your skin. You're able to breathe in the amazing oxygen that the redwoods or any of these trees are putting out. You can smell the ocean. Jump with that friend or that family member. And you get off on the exit and you just tap in. You tap into that experience. You tap in to what you were able to call in the experiences, the sensations, the memories, the emotions, just being with that for a moment. And so my question to you is, right, which path would you choose? Would you choose the path where you don't really remember the journey and you don't really feel much and you miss most of the things that are happening along the way and the connections and the relationships and the experiences? Or would you choose the nonlinear path where you get to slow down, where you get to be in the journey, where you get to be in relationship with all of it? So just slowly coming back into this container. And I hope that this, you know, when you're having those moments where you wish things were happening faster, and quicker, that you can come back to this practice, that you can come, come back to your body, come back to that moment of, right, when it's all said and done, right, what do I want to be known for? What experiences do I want to have? Do I want to be rushing my way through everything and getting there as quickly as possible? Or do I want to be in the experience of life? Because what I can assure you is in some of my deepest, darkest moments of pain and why me have been some of the most empowering and impactful and some of the most potent times in my life that catapulted me into something better, something greater, something more meaningful. So with that, I am complete. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, Lindsay, thank you so much. I um, I love how you shared when we first started. Um, something Lindsay and I have discovered, we do have different lenses, but we're essentially saying almost the exact same thing. <laughs> so it's so cool that also our journeys have been a little bit parallel uh, in many ways and also reversed in parallel. And so I really believe that God brings people together for certain times and for certain events. And um, because there's potency and there's an impact and an impartation that's meant to happen when you're in the room. So y'all are in the room, even if you're listening to the replay right now, you're in the room. And so 
there is so much power in accepting what is in the moment, even though there's great pain with it, and to be able to feel it. And I believe it's one of the main things that we teach our clients is you got to feel this and make the pivots and be flexible, but like there's greater coming. It means there's an invitation for more. It means we maybe were so on our grind that we weren't paying attention to the little tiny nudges. And I think every human can can feel that and know that right now. <laughs> like, like, what are the nudges right now that maybe you're experiencing that you're kind of wanting to put your head in the sand and ignore? What Did anything come up for anyone? I would love to open the floor for a few minutes to ask questions to Lindsay, to uh, maybe just share around your entrepreneurial journey. Laura just said she agrees with Brie, the discomfort brings a growth. And I don't want to experience that, LOL. Yeah. And I think that's one of the, the biggest things with aligned entrepreneurship is we all want to be aligned, but while before we go to the shop or wherever we're going inside of ourselves to get aligned, we have wear and tear. We have breakdowns because we're not, we're, we're all of a sudden shaking, the wheel shaking, and um, we're not where we thought we'd be or things aren't going as smoothly. And so this is, maybe you can expound on like when we start to experience that, but we're so dead set on getting where we're meant to go, where we believe we're meant to go. How do we work through the discomfort? Like maybe share a little bit more on that, Lindsay. Yeah. And what I can, what I know to be true is it's actually the resistance to feeling the discomfort that causes more discomfort. (laughs) You know, it's like the energy inside of us, the sensation, the emotion, what we're so afraid to feel (laughs) is, is again, like it's when we are, when we allow ourselves to move that energy, that's when everything opens up. So that it's really that simple. Mm-hmm. And so anything that you can do to disrupt the pattern, right? Like anything rhythmic. So dance, breath, moving, anytime I finish anything like with a task, right? Anything that when I finish anything in my business, it doesn't matter if it took me five minutes or 50 minutes, I get up and I move, I move the energy. I do something different because when we're in autopilot mode, we certainly can't, right? We're certainly not in a place to, you know, be in a position to like be able to focus out. So it's truly the choice. It's, oh my gosh, I'm feeling this. And it's about allowing yourself to feel, not making yourself wrong for it, right? So that you can then be the observer of like, huh, what's underneath that? Ooh, okay. I've been here before. Anytime this happens, this is how, this is where I go. So that you can then, right, be in the, like, I allow myself to be exactly as I am, which then catapults you into potentiality, like the clarity, Mm -hmm. what's coming next, right? And then I just celebrate. That's literally the steps through it. And and it never goes away. And so the more that we can be in relationship with our wholeness and uh, all of the emotions that come with the human experience... The less we like, the more I'm like, ooh, discomfort. Like I'm, I'm here for it because I know that there's a breakthrough. I know that there's more evolution, and I know that the deeper I feel that discomfort, 
the more I feel the bliss and the ecstasy and all of the things that I know I deserve as a human, as a being. Mm -hmm. So I hope that supported you. Just trust yourself, tune in, like have a dance party, get some fresh air. You know what's best for you to kind of break that discomfort pattern. Totally. And I love that you said celebration because I actually write celebration onto my to-do list every day, like in big capital letters, like celebrate whatever happened that day, big win, small win. You're here, you're breathing. It's exciting to be alive. Like celebrate. It breaks off so much of the. And as risk takers, as entrepreneurs, we're the risk takers. We need that. We need that energy to propel us. So thank you, Lindsay. I'm so, so grateful for you. Thank you so much for your presence and contribution in tuning in today. If you found value from this episode, I invite you to take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram. You can tag me at Lindsay Martin Ellis. I always love hearing from you. So I invite you to send me a love note via direct message and share your experience and ahas. Also, I have a beautiful free offering for you if you have not already taken advantage of my free quiz to discover your unique soul's blueprint so that you can activate your feminine frequency and embody more of you. You can find the link below in the show notes. And lastly, I invite you to leave a rating and review if any of my content in these podcast episodes resonates. This is the best and most effective way to support this podcast and reaching more people awakening around the globe. You can simply leave a quick review to share what you love most about my teachings and how this has impacted your life. Thanks again so much for being here from the bottom of my heart. And we'll see you next week for another episode of Soulshine Radio. Sending so many love and blessings. Bye.